Okay, so today's story is from the Monster Stories book. We are in the first section, which is called Scales and Tales. And this is the story, uh, the eighth one. It's called The Mighty Monster Afang. And it's by William Elliot Griffiths, who is a very famous author. And it's read today by Mommy and... I am Groot. I am Groot? All right. Groot, and I will read you the story. Here we go. After the Welsh had come up from Cornwall into their new land, they began to cut down the trees to build towns and have fields and gardens. While they were draining the swamps and bogs, they drove out the monsters that had made their lairs in these wet places. Do you know what a lair is? A lair is a place where someone has like a home or a place where they live or a place where they do their work. It's a specific place though. It's typically a place. Mm -hmm. You know that already? Okay. Well, it's specifically a place where typically like some somebody maybe who's not so good lives like a bad guy typically has a lair. I'm Groot. He, he nods, ladies and gentlemen. He knows. Okay. Here we go. These terrible creatures liked to poison people with their bad breath and even ate up little boys and girls when they strayed away from home. Which reminds me, it's never a good idea to wander off. Now, now, there was a great monster named Afang that lived in a big bog hidden among the high hills and inside of a dark, rough forest. This ugly creature had an iron-clad back and a long tail that could wrap itself around a mountain. It had four front legs and big knees that were bent up like a grasshopper's but were covered with scales like armor. These were as hard as steel and bulged out at the thighs. Along its back was a ridge of horns like spines and higher than an alligator's. Against such a tough... I know, me too. Against such a tough hide... When the hunters shot their darts and hurled their javelins, these weapons fell to the ground like harmless pins. On this monster's head were big ears, halfway between those of a donkey and an elephant. Its eyes were round and as green as leeks, while they were as big as pumpkins. In the picture, we can see him. He looks pretty gross, doesn't he? I'm good, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. Yeah, and there are um, some skeletons around him, too. I'm Groot good. is pointing out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. Groot also points out a spear. Oh, yes, and there's also a spear there, too. Thanks for explaining. 
Okay. <clears throat> but after its dinner, when the creature had swallowed down a man, or two calves, or four sheep, or a cow, or three goats, its body swelled up like a big balloon. Then it usually lay along the ground or in soft mud and felt very stupid and sleepy for a long while. All around its lair lay loads of bones of creatures, girls and women and men and boys and cows and occasionally a donkey. Someone may ask, why did not some brave man shoot the monster with a poisoned arrow or drive a spear into him under the arms where the, the flesh was tender or cut off his head with a sharp sword well the trouble was just there there were plenty of brave mm -hmm. or, or have a shield or, or, or have a shield that when that guy shoots the shield the, the the thing that he shot and hit his nose and he did. He's dead. Well, you know, that's the thing. When you're fighting a monster, you definitely don't want it to survive because monsters are no good. Um, these kinds of monsters. So I don't, I don't know why the problem was. So let's see what the book says. The trouble was just here. There were plenty of brave fellows ready to fight the monster but nothing made of iron could pierce that hide of his. It was like armor. Nothing would do but to go up into his lair and drag him out. But what man, or company of men, was strong enough to do this? When a dozen giants in a gang with thick ropes could hardly tackle the job. However, one brave girl volunteered to bind the monster in his lair. She said, I'm not afraid. Her sweetheart was named Gadern, and he was a young and strong hunter. He talked over the matter with her, and they planned it together. Gadern went over the country, summoning the farmers to bring their ox teams and log chains. Then he set the blacksmiths to work, forging new and especially heavy chains made of the best native iron from the mines, for which Wales is still famous. Meanwhile, the lovely maiden dressed herself in the prettiest clothes, arranged her hair in the most enticing way, and hung a white blossom on each side over her ears, with one flower also at her neck. When she had perfumed her garments, she went up to the lake, where the big bog and the waters were, and the monster hid himself. While the maiden was still quite a distance away, the terrible A-Fang, <laughs> scenting his neighbor from afar, his visitor from afar, came rushing out of his lair. So what do you think it means to scent someone if he has been scenting her? Do you have any idea? I gave you a clue when I read it. I said, the terrible A-Fang... <laughs> Scenting his visitor from afar. Smell. 
smelling exactly scenting is to, is to say that you've caught the scent of someone and the scent of someone or something is its smell or his, its odor okay when very near he reared his head high in the air expecting to pounce on her with his iron-clad claws the girl was not afraid at all but smoothed the monster's back and tickled its neck until the afang's throat actually gurgled with a laugh when he did this the people down in the valley thought it was thunder though the sky was clear and blue the maiden tickled his chin and soon she had gently lulled him to sleep by singing a cradle song she did this so softly and sweetly that in a few minutes with its head in her lap the monster was sound asleep and even began to snore then quietly from their hiding places in the bushes Gadurn and his men crawled out when near the dreaded afang they stood up and sneaked forward very softly on tiptoe they had wrapped the links of the chain in grass and leaves so that no clanking was heard slowly but surely they passed the chain over its body in the middle besides tying it tightly between its fore and hind legs now all this time the monster slept on for the girl kept crooning her melody when the 40 oxen and were all harnessed together the drivers cracked all their whips at the same time so that it sounded like a clap of thunder and the whole team began to pull together the sudden jerk made the monster angry and its bellowing was terrible it rolled around and around and dug its four sets of toes each with three claws into the ground it tried hard to crawl into its lair and slip into the lake but finding that neither was possible the afang looked around for some big tree to wrap its tail around but all its writhings and plungings were of no use in a great hole in the ground big enough to be a pond they dumped the afang and soon a little lake was formed that's the name of the monster and soon a little lake was formed this strange bit of water is called the lake of the green well it is considered dangerous for man or beast to go near it birds do not like to fly over the surface and when sheep tumble in they sink to the bottom at once as for Gadurin and his brave and lovely sweetheart they were married and lived long and happily all farmers honor his memory and bless the name of the lovely girl that sang the monster to sleep only you know what has occurred to mommy as she has read this this girl is definitely the hero of this story for sure i mean gadern is a pretty cool warrior too but like he definitely had to he wouldn't have been able to do it without the girl so why didn't we get to know what her name was we didn't get to know what her name was so we name her? Mm-hmm. What do you want to name her? Let's give her a name. What do you want to name her? Let's think of a good, strong girl name. 
How about Matilda? Sure. I don't know why I said that name. It just popped into my head. What about Queen's... What about um, Princess Zelda? Princess Zelda? Well, that's a good one, too. She was very brave. I just feel like this girl needs to have a name because she did a very brave thing. You go, girl. And that is the end of the story. Can you say the end? The end. What about we name it? it. Mm. You go, girl. Yeah. You know, this could be a fun game. We could think of a good name for a strong, brave princess all day. Maybe we'll just make that be a fun thing that we do today. Okay, the end.